Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Margie Richardson's hit podcast series, Remodeling Mastery. This series is brought to you by Surefire Local. Today, Mark is going to talk about tailwinds as a metaphor within the remodeling industry. You can find out what those tailwinds are by listening in. Over to you, Mark. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that's designed to help you understand, improve, and grow your business. This particular podcast is actually produced by Surefire Local and supported by Professional Remodeler Magazine as well as the National Association of Remodeling Industry. What I try to do is take different topics that I think are really especially relevant. A lot of these topics are a product of getting out and speaking to organizations around the country as well as working with really the best of the best remodelers and builders in the United States. Today the topic is titled Tailwinds. I oftentimes use metaphors and analogies when I'm speaking about different remodeling topics. And I use these metaphors and analogies, just like other presenters and communicators, more as a way to help you understand, I think, better the dynamic of what's going on than necessarily to be clever or a wordsmith. This image that I have of tailwinds is very, very relevant to the market today. There's a lot of key indicators out there that I'm going to be unpacking and talking about, all of which create little tailwinds with respect to what's going on in the industry. As you think about tailwinds when you're out on a, on a flight flying from Washington, D.C. to L.A., the pilot oftentimes comes on and says, you know, we have a headwind or we have a tailwind, depending on the direction that you go, and that really influences, obviously, the distance, but it also influences how bumpy the ride will be. So as you think about this as it relates to your business, there are a lot of tailwinds or a lot of winds out there or indicators out there that really have some influence. Now, what's interesting about it is with a lot of these arrows pointing up, I think what it's done is it's created a tailwind that is very, very fast for businesses today. And while that's certainly good to create momentum and velocity and energy into the business, it also makes it a little bit more difficult to control. So let me just talk about what some of those tailwinds I'm seeing out there. First is home appreciation. Home appreciation in the United States in terms of existing homes uh, continues to be quite strong. Matter of fact, if you look at the top 25 markets in the United States, about 23 of those are actually continuing to appreciate where only a couple are depreciating. Now, if you turn the clock back to 2011, you had uh, the majority of the markets at that time uh, actually depreciating. Now, at the spirit of, of just making this kind of simplistic, when a homeowner's home is going up in value, they feel better. When a homeowner sees some appreciation, they're going to want to invest more in the home and spend more on remodeling projects, whether they're related to discretionary projects or really need-driven projects, but that home appreciation is going to have a positive influence. The second 
positive influence out there or arrow is interest rates. Now, there's a lot of chatter out there in terms of the interest rates inching up and the likelihood of interest rates going up, but the reality is interest rates still are at kind of a historic lows. You know, as I think about this subject, I bought my first home in the early 80s when interest rates coming out of the settlement were 14, 15%. Today, with long-term money, you can get interest at 4 or 5%. And if you just even turn the clock back 10 years and you would have said you had this level of interest rates out there, most people would have said, that's just amazing. Now, what's important to understand about this, in the new housing market, interest rates inching up actually has a little bit of a negative effect. However, in the remodeling industry, interest rates inching up does create some urgency. It does create clients who are going to be borrowing the money or using home equity lines. It has them say, you know, we better get started on this particular project. Another indicator that's out there is unemployment. Now, when Harvard looks at some of these key indicators together, unemployment along with home appreciation, it almost has a double positive effect. But the reality is that unemployment is down and it's very, very positive for what's happening. Now, your consumers out there, when it comes to having a job, even in the worst of times in the United States, 8 out of 10 have a job. So it's not so much whether one has a job or not. It's the question is, do they have the confidence in investing into their home in terms of having a job a year from now? That confidence exists right now in large part because the unemployment rates are very, very low. Another indicator that's very positive out there that's creating kind of a wealth effect is the stock market. The stock market continues to be very strong and what, whether your homeowners are really anxious to invest more and more into the stock market is somewhat questionable, but the reality is it's a good indication of overall wealth that's happening out there and in many cases the, the, the wealth that's created can be invested back into the home. Another one of the tailwinds out there is the housing market. Now, the thirst for houses in the United States right now is right around 2 million homes, just in terms of the demand of the new housing market. However, our ability in the United States to build the new homes based on all sorts of factors that are out there, not the least of which is the labor situation, is only about 1.2 million homes. So there creates a gap. Now, that gap creates a tailwind. That gap creates, I think, a thirst that is pushing people to really focus on making sure they're investing into their home. Now, when you look at all these parts and pieces, you know, they create the level of confidence, the consumer confidence. And you look at the consumer confidence ratings out there, they're all adding up to be especially high. So as I said, when you look at these, think of them like little tailwinds. All these home appreciation, interest rates, stock market, unemployment, the housing situation, consumer confidence. And there's probably three or four of these little tailwinds are out there. Now the result of these tailwinds that are out there is the phone is in fact ringing for most businesses that are out there. The phone ringing doesn't necessarily mean the sales are coming off because the reality is there are some things that are tugging at the businesses that I'll, I'll touch on in a minute. 
But these tailwinds, they're creating, I think, a velocity in the business right now that really makes it a very, very good make-hay times, if in fact that you can control it. Now, this is a double-edged sword. You have the speed of which the tailwinds are happening, but you also have other factors coming into play. You see price increases going up, so the cost of doing things is greater. You see the labor shortages having a big effect in terms of things. You have the level of transparency on the part of the consumer and the research that they're able to do and go online before they're doing the project, I think adds a proliferation and oftentimes overwhelm and stress in the remodeling project. So you have, while you've got the tailwinds, it doesn't necessarily make it easier for you to do the business. And what I really encourage is you've got to pace yourself. You've got to control the process. You've got to be spending some time not only understanding, I think, some of these tailwinds and some of these different factors, but you have to realize, you know, are you really seeing the results that you're seeing in terms of the phone ringing because you're really good or is it because of the environment and times that are creating that? Now, the labor dynamic is a really tricky one that's out there. You know, most of the chatter about the labor, mar labor market, and you're experiencing it and knowing it, so I understand that it's really having an effect on you, but most of the people out there approaching the labor market is, how can I get more warm bodies? How can I have more people? How do I recruit? How do I hire? But the reality is, you need to think about, I think, this labor market a little bit differently. And that is the likelihood that you're going to create all of a sudden a demand by young people getting into the labor market is really not very high. Matter of fact, in some of the surveys that have been done, about 50% of the younger generation has said there's almost no money that would be required in terms of wages that would want them to go into the construction industry and be in the labor force that is required to build these projects. And obviously with the political situation, the immigration is of question as well. So as you think about the labor dynamic, it's important that you say, how can I do something faster? How can I do something better? The better companies around the United States are not looking at more warm bodies as a way to address this. They're looking at more efficiencies, more effectiveness. Manufacturers are looking at different kinds of products that can be installed in less time and therefore take less labor. So in summary on this subject, you know, the tailwinds are out there. And the tailwinds, I think, give energy to the business. However, just like you're driving along or just like you're flying along or just like if you're in a sailboat, that tailwind, you leading the company, you have to pay more attention if, in fact, you want to be successful and you want to be profitable. So three key tips I would encourage everybody to think about as it relates to the tailwinds that are out there. The first is, it's so important more than ever for you to plan. Now, this sounds a little condescending to some people out there. Of course, I need to plan. But as I watch these different businesses out there, what I'm seeing more than anything is they're reacting to the market as opposed to following their plan. They're actually gravitating towards the opportunities in shiny object as opposed to following that blueprint with respect to their forecasts and the predictions and their client interaction.
So the first tip is go overboard with you and your team to plan. And I think you'll do that. You'll not only get through, I think, these tailwinds that are pushing you so fast, you'll see some better results. The second is control it. And again, this sounds kind of simplistic, but I think more than ever, you've got to control your business rather than your business controlling you. I think because we are so time-starved today, oftentimes we're reacting to the opportunities out there as opposed to uh, controlling it. You know, it's important to focus on the right clients. It's important to say no to those opportunities out there and really control your destiny just as much as as taking advantage, certainly, of these tailwinds that are happening. And number three is understand that this is a make-hay time. And when you're in a make-hay time, that means you're going to have to work a little bit harder. That means you're going to have to take advantage of the really positive opportunities. That's going to be a time that, quite frankly, you need to look at your margins and your pricing more carefully, and you might want to do some tweaking as a result of that. So in make-hay times, that's when you're going to see potentially a high degree of returns and high degree of profit, but you've got to be able to control that if you're going to be successful. So again, in summary, three things. Make sure you're putting the energy in planning. Make sure you're controlling the process and your destiny. And number three, recognize with all these tailwinds, these are make times. And there are times that are going to shift and adjust in the future as it always has in cycles moving forward. So I want to thank everybody for joining us on this little podcast today. Go back and take a look. Actually subscribe and get these podcasts to you on a regular basis rather than running out and trying to search for a particular one coming to you. You know, and more than anything, you know, these are times that you should be enjoying the ride. You should be enjoying the process. So I want to thank everybody for listening today. Take care, everyone. Thank you, Mark. You just listened to episode 87 of Mark G. Richardson's Ramali Mastery Series brought to you by Surefire Local. Hopefully during the episode, you were able to figure out your own tailwinds and how to take them on full swing. If you haven't already done so, please take a minute to subscribe to Ramali Mastery on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for listening in today and we hope to see you next time.